Hello there, and welcome back to the SWTVC podcast, the audio home of the SWTVC crew and the ongoing push for the continued existence, expansion, and success of the heritage scale of Star Wars collecting. I'm your host, Evan, and this week, my cohorts John and Lewis join me to chat about retro Mandos and lots of Landos. I won't say too much else here at the top of the show so as not to spoil anything we talk about, but I will go ahead and mention that PulseCon is coming up this weekend, so there's likely some reveals and news imminent. Uh, So be sure to stay tuned to at SWTVC on Instagram for the latest updates and coverage of the Hasbro Star Wars brand panel on Friday the 22nd, uh, which at the time of this episode's release is conveniently tomorrow. As many of you are aware, Star Wars is the one brand excluded from the Pulse Premium pre-order window, uh, and I know that that's been something drawing a bunch of ire this week. Uh, I'm with you. It's a bit frustrating. Uh, We were going to talk about it during our chat this week, but ended up deciding everything that's been said about it uh, has already been said. Uh, This isn't the first time that Star Wars has been excluded, so here's hoping Hasbro can find ways to bring Star Wars collecting premium members tangible perks at future events. All right. Anyways, enough about all that. I'll go ahead and throw to our convo for your listening pleasure. All right. Uh, John Lewis, thank you guys for sitting down with me again today. Uh, Late for Lewis and early in the afternoon on a Sunday for John and myself. Um, I know we want to catch up on quite a few things. There's a lot happening. Uh, you know, PulseCon is next week or at the time of this episode coming out. It's just in a couple days. Uh, but before that happens, you know, we wanted to touch on a couple of things that were revealed in this past week, uh, as well as uh, chat briefly about the current wave of vintage collection, which is at retail um, and the uh, a couple woes going on with a little bit of Hasbro Pulse, but that'll tie into the PulseCon stuff. Um, so, uh, first order of business then is talking about talking about the Lando wave, particularly the fact that uh, the Bespin Lando, which is an excellent excellent action figure, uh, was uh, packed three per case, and that has had some interesting uh, interesting effects on the movement of this case. Um, I don't know uh, if either of you guys wanted to say anything in particular about some of the optics on that. Uh, Lewis, I know you don't have this figure yet. No, no, still don't have it. Frustratingly so. Yeah, <laughs> anybody seeing tons of them, just remember, there's poor British men out there that can't get this uh, Lando that you yeah. see it's so my many. Fault. I jinxed it. When we spoke last week, or last time we spoke, I said we get everything first. And I think since then, we've had nothing first. So <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. we've gone back to the good old days of these guys getting everything before we do. So uh, it's, yeah. it's how it always was. Uh, kind of accept it but uh, it's frustrating when you see all those hanging on the pegs and it's like come on yeah send them overseas yeah yeah because i've only seen this wave once or i only saw the three landos at, at a target a couple weeks ago so i haven't seen the wave out in the wild a whole lot and of course we're referring to the social media posts where you see 15 landos or whatever if a walmart got five cases and sold through all the other uh, emperor ig11 and tebow figures but none of the Landos or whatever, it can pile up quickly. As with any figure that's three per case, it's it sure. compound yeah. very, and, very rapidly. And we, you might remember if you've been in the game for a while, in 2004, the last time they released a, a three and three quarter Bestman Lando on this very similar uh, vintage card in the original trilogy collection, he was also pretty easy to find then, uh, especially at Toys R Us. I remember he was piling up quite a bit. Um, I have a couple with uh, 
uh, old Target uh, clearance stickers on them. Nice. I think for uh, I think three ninety eight is what I got that Lando for. The yellow Target clearance sticker goes nicely with his uh, yellow torso from that two thousand four figure. Oh, it's yeah. so old that I also have one with a Kmart sticker on it too. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but so Evan, have you seen this wave in the wild very much? I have seeing? actually. Okay. So I lucked out. So that first weekend where they just showed up unexpectedly uh, unexpectedly my my podunk little target actually managed to get them in even though they told me for months that there would be no more star wars figures at their location whatever uh we've, we've touched about that before i talked about it on victoria's show as well the week that those came out um i did go to denver i was there last week or so and i did see quite a few uh remnants of this wave i saw you know, plenty of Landos. I did see some Emperors. I got an opener of a Tebow. Uh, I saw it at quite a few locations. And then when I came back home uh, to my small town in Wyoming, both Walmart locations had gotten uh, two cases of the wave as evidenced by five Landos uh, hanging behind at one location, uh, three Landos and three Emperors and an IG-11 hanging at another location. Uh, but as of the time of recording this, um, all of those figures are gone. They're all gone, long that's gone. Good. All the Landos are gone. Uh, they've all sold through. So that's only been two two weeks, uh, two or three weeks. And so I know people have been throwing around the term peg warmer. And of course, it's always alarming when you see an amazing action figure not selling. But it's only been two weeks. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> obviously, when you've got people out there that still haven't got them, you can't really say it's a pig warmer. Um, yeah. Once everyone has them and nobody wants them anymore, then it's a different kettle of fish. But I think at the moment, it's too early days. It's still early days, I think, to, to, to really say that he's going to hang around for a long while. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, none of those repack waves, even Han Endor, didn't hang around very long, did it? It's, it, it? You still can find some, but it's not like they're totally rammed on the pegs. So... You know, hopefully we'll follow the same trend. Yeah. yeah. And I think this year we're just so used to not seeing anything on the pegs or seeing them very once and as we're buying them, you know. So seeing anything, it's like, oh man, this isn't selling. And it's like, no, it just means it's available for once. So hope you know, hopefully it's they all sell through because the whole wave is great, but Lando in particular is like seriously, like ridiculously stunning. Yeah, um, we don't deserve a figure that good for all yes. of our whining. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting. Again, I, I can't compare them not having them, but it's interesting that they chose Lando as the the, the one that to be the three in the case because, again, you know, the Emperor is, is this big figure. It's the VC two hundred. Uh, it's kind of a significant figure, but they chose to go with Lando for three in the case. It may have been swayed where they've got the con exclusive as well. They may have thought, well, again, oversaturation if you're not careful. But I, I kind of feel that even if the Emperor or even if IG was was three in the case, I think you'd be seeing them hanging around. So I don't think it's particularly something that, that's related to it being Lando per se. I think it's just the fact that there's more of them. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just say real quick, because in the last wave, Maul was three per case and Echo was one per case. And, you know, not that they were sitting around by any stretch of the imagination, but I would see a, a lone Maul here and there mm. because, you know, other people buy him and, you know, yeah they're moving you know we don't want uh any issues with the distribution of the line because obviously we've had a lot of issues with the distribution um so now that we're finally getting a lot of this wave in stores it's like oh man hopefully they didn't mess up the case ratio here but you know i i will say you said you know you saw a few malls uh hanging around even though he was three per case i only ever saw the mall ahsoka wave or any remnants of it in the wild once 
And that was when I bought it uh, yeah. at, a, at a at a Walmart in a tiny town of 5,000 people in Wyoming that for some reason got it. Uh, that wave completely skipped uh, the Casper market where I live. Uh, and, and I never saw it in Denver. I was there when it was hitting. Um, I, I, I never saw any of those figures in the wild outside of that. I, I just got them from pre-orders. So this Emperor wave has been nice to see distribution it is the most well well stocked wave i have ever seen at least uh, outside of you know the 2018 wave one that almost tanked the line yeah. <laughs> uh but peasant anakin maybe uh that wave i saw a ton and that got restocked at the beginning of the year you know i never i think i saw the boba fett wave once uh at a at a one retail location in wyoming you know, I, so I don't know. It's a mixed bag that, yes, I'm super glad that it seems that they they did seem to correct a little bit of the distribution woes uh, in terms of, you know, this wave hitting the market very well. But it was one of those like, oh, is this the wave to hit with the uh, the three per case Lando, who is historically also kind of, you know, had an issue, uh, you know, being a slower seller character. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I have to wonder if um, if that Lando may have cleared a lot quicker if it had come out at the same time as the 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 um you know the best bin chamber set uh at yeah, that yeah. time so many people were crying out for it and i won't say they've kind of missed the boat on it but you kind of feel that they've gone off the boil a little bit you know having the time that's passed and i think had it been on the, the shelves at the same time then people may well have picked up both and uh, it may well be a more more interest than there is you know i'm not saying yeah. it isn't but May have gone a bit quicker. And especially when they had like some 40th anniversary displays like a Target or whatever. Um, yeah. And they had that wave. It was a repack wave of Bespin Luke, Bespin Han, C-3PO, and Return of the Jedi General Lando because it was, you know, the best, you know, Empire adjacent Lando at the time. But it's like, that would have been perfect at the time. <laughs> this was not the greatest. It was kind of like a perfect storm of bad, a bad, uh, bad synergy for this Lando to come out when it did. You know, they missed the mark when he would have been hot, you know, with the carbon, carbon freezing set. Where I, I I don't think this was the most well thought out uh, approach for this figure that Hasbro yeah. could have done, uh, but ultimately it doesn't change the fact that it is an incredible action figure, and I encourage anyone and everyone who may or may not be you know sleeping on it or seeing it and not getting it, uh, do yourself a favor and pick it up. I know there's a couple folks out there that have you know reached out to me that were like, oh, I skipped on Lando, should I go get him? And they went and did, and they're like, oh my god, you were right, this figure's amazing. Yeah. It's an amazing action figure. Why would you skip on him? It's, it's, yeah. it's Lando, I mean, yeah. after the main core characters, he's the next guy, isn't he? So mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, how can you skip him? The head sculpt is also great too, where, um, you know, I haven't, uh, because I amazingly don't have that many extra Landos since I had to recur return a damaged case to uh, Entertainment Earth, uh, I was going to open some of those. Uh, the head sculpt would be great on, you know, on that general Lando, the Return of the Jedi one, on, you know, previous Lando sculpts to kind of update uh, generally good action figure bodies, but give them the definitive uh, uh, photo reel likeness. So I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah. definitely going to be picking up a couple more uh, when I see them. I'm bummed that they 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 sold through now because I want to pick up an extra <laughs> Lando and Emperor. Yeah. Uh, couple extras for some head swaps and uh display stuff but yeah i don't know so yeah lewis you don't have this wave yet uh obviously they're no, uh they're air due, shipping they're due this month yeah they, okay. i think they're always marked for this month i mean so really in the next couple of weeks i i, I would hope to have them. as far as this wave in general it's amazing especially i mean lando and ig11 are the all new figures in the wave my god they're next level and this is coming off the back of 
Ball and Ahsoka, who were already mm-hmm. like some of the most amazing things Hasbro's ever done. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we're really are being spoiled with the quality that's coming out of the new figures. It's just, yeah. Yeah. Knocking it out of the park every time. Yeah. Seriously, mind blowing. Well, uh, do you guys want to jump into the main topic of the episode for this week? Mm-hmm. Let's do All it. All right, yeah. cool. So uh, I can already hear some of the groans from some of the usual suspects. <laughs> uh, we are going to talk retro collection. And there's a reason oh, yeah. that Tyler is not here. <laughs> because what was, what was Tyler's quote? Um, hate it, but... But not as much as carbonized. I think yes. Quote, yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Hate it, but not as much as carbonized. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, John, you wrote up a couple things here. I just, you know, uh, yeah. a new wave uh, was announced for the retro collection as the first week of the uh, quote, bring home the bounty series of weekly announcements. Uh, that's kind of like the, the new Mando Mondays thing. Uh, long ago, once when I had heard of it, it was, there was originally something called like maybe Fret Friday. And I like bring home the bounty a lot better. Uh, Fat Friday sounds a little a little murky. You don't have to wait till the end of the week, do you? Yeah. For, for, yeah. for the release. Yeah, yeah. they don't have to wait until uh, December 29th to start uh, selling stuff when Book of Boba comes yeah. out. And this will also in- this will encompass uh, it's sort of I guess the end of the 50th anniversary of Lucasfilm, so it's not just going to be Mando or Book of Boba stuff. It'll have there's some video game stuff listed um, as coming and general 50th anniversary stuff so yeah well that we know that this is a this program exists let's also keep in mind then when we go into PulseCon that you know if anything is not revealed that we think would have or should have been revealed at PulseCon for tvc uh the sky isn't falling yet that you know there's going to be quite a few reveal opportunities over the next few months yes so sometimes those reveals might just be black series Sometimes those reveals might just be, you know, socks with Grogu on them. We don't know. Yeah. There's some, something for everybody here, but it's not all, you know, there's no need to freak out if it's not a, a brand new TVC figure every week. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, personally, I do uh, really like the retro collection. Uh, I've been collecting it since they started in, what was it, 2019 well, with the A New Hope figures? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then they did the, I think that was the only three and three quarter inch uh empire strikes back stuff that was you know running for the 40th yeah. uh in 20 uh 2020 that said you know i i i really also it's grown on me quite a bit I, I didn't quite love the concept at first but you know um also when i was talking to uh sarah on the previous episode you know a lot of the the sculptors and designers that work on our beloved vintage collection stuff also do get to work on stuff like retro figures uh, and it was fascinating kind of hear the approach behind the scenes of how they're kind of done where it's, hey, let's look at the Kenner style and let's reimagine modern characters uh, in that Kenner look. And they kind of have free reign with it. Um, and it's also nice to know that she also said that articulation is key at Hasbro. And that's the first thing they look mm-hmm. at these days. So right, like these aren't a threat to the vintage collection. It's not a, you know, zero sum game, not an either or. Uh, it's very much just a, a, another line, another line of figures that I don't know. Yeah. I'm excited for, uh, and also how I personally look at them is kind of pipelines almost for a vintage collection, at least based on the Mandalorian wave. I think in general, um, you know, a lot of people didn't like the five POA figures that were realistically styled. Um, so I think this is, you know, obviously they're cheaper to produce, they're cheaper to manufacture, put together the labor you got to put, you know five or six pieces together instead of 40 or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I can see why it's attractive 
to toy companies to have these simplified figures. Like, you know, Super 7 has the reaction. Um, this is sort of following in that trend. Yeah. Thankfully, these are not as expensive as the uh, reaction yeah. figures. Yeah, they're about half the price. <laughs> but in some ways, again, that makes them a little bit of a gateway, doesn't it? For mm. potentially for younger children, might, you know, parents yeah. might pick up one of these less than $10. Um, you know, it gets them interested at a younger age and then they move into super articulated figures. So again, there is an element of gateway, gateway drug. Yeah. Um, oh, absolutely. Uh, and like you were, somebody else has said, like, you know, for people who aren't actively current collectors, maybe they had some vintage Kinner figures in, in their youth and they're like, oh my God, this Mandalorian, I love Mandalorian. It makes me feel like I was when I was watching Star Wars, you know, 40 years ago. And mm. uh, these figures, you know, feel like an extension of that experience. Yeah, I mean, there's guys, there's guys on Instagram who I follow who are big, you know, Kenner collectors. They they collect, you know, every variation of of a Luke farm boy. They collect every variation of a Luke lesbian. You know, and and to a degree, their collections are, are kind of you know contained within a box because they are limited to everything that was produced, you know, forty years ago. Yeah. So all of a sudden, I'm not saying all of them do, but all of a sudden, you're seeing a lot of these guys actually thinking, oh, hold on a minute, that you know that Mando sits quite nicely with, with you know my my vintage Bob Fett or you know my my Chewbacca you know could stand alongside IG11 and I think where um before these guys perhaps weren't moving into modern figures because it just wasn't their thing now you're actually seeing some of these guys shifting into this because it, it's giving them something that they can extend onto their their collections you know yeah and in the way that perhaps someone like me extended my collection into super articulated, they've got a different route, but it's it's a clever move in some ways by Hasbro because they're picking up those people that, that otherwise they're just spending their money on the secondary market. Yeah. And yeah. now they've, they've, they've tapped into that secondary market. So Absolutely. Yeah, if they're spending money on uh, Kenner Star Wars figures, my, Hasbro might as well get a piece of that action, yeah. you know? Exactly. exactly. So, I mean, me and my take on it, just to, oh, I might as well bang on since I'm talking anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, you know, for me, I, I grew up in the originals. Um, when these were first, you know, announced, the the, the, the uh, New Hope uh, retro figures, I hated them. If I'm honest, I just thought, don't see the point in them. Uh, why? I just, I, I honestly didn't get it. Um, I, I, you know, I, as someone who had them all in my collection anyway, why did I want to buy them again? Don't see the point. So I, I honestly skipped them. I totally, totally didn't bother. Um, saw them a lot as well in shops and just, did, just didn't bother. And then they brought out that Tarkin um, with the game, and that was the one that hooked me because that Tarkin was one figure that I did. there's a number of figures that I wanted, you know, growing up, which we never got in the Kenner line. I think things like um, I always wanted Luke Dagobah, um, Luke, Luke Ceremonial. You know, I would love that Larry Walk. You know, all of those ones, that, figures which we never saw uh, in that line. And so when that Tarkin came out, all of a sudden I was, I've got to get that Tarkin. You know, he looked, he's going to look great in my my Kenner collection. And then obviously once I got that, I had to go back and get the rest anyway. Yeah. I do. Uh, you know, so now I, I, I pick up everything. But yeah. I, I, you know, again, it was a clever move because for me, I, I don't need them all remade again. Uh, some people might like that. But for me, bringing in the new figures is, is actually what gives it interest. And I know some people sort of say, well, hold on a minute, you know, Mando isn't retro. Why are we doing that? But I think it's, again, it's about having something that sits alongside a Kenner figure that can yeah. complete a collection or extend a collection without looking out of place. Uh, yeah. And that's where it works yeah. for me. It's as if they had just continued making figures in that same yeah. style. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I wanted to ask real quick. So your vintage Kinner figures, are those the ones that you had? Do you have a complete set from? Yeah. Growing so up I literally have about, 
I've, I think I've got about five I don't have. They are all from my childhood. Um, I've never really bothered to go and hunt down. Again, some of them are a little bit, you know, scrappy, but I've never bothered to go and try and find better versions as some people do. Um, for me, they are the ones I had. They're the ones I, I enjoyed, and that's my collection. Uh, I have always said that one day I'll go and pick up perhaps a, I haven't got a yak face. Um, I haven't got a blue snaggletooth. So yeah. I've always said one day I'll try and pick those up. But I guess my, because again, going back to what I was saying, you're almost collecting within a, within a sort of closed box. There was never any future to, to that line in terms of that was it. It's there. And so I never had a huge interest in going, right, well, I, I must complete it. I just, I, I, once Power of Force was out, that was it. I was just kind of, you know, picking up everything new and going with that. So I, I yes, one day I'll complete it, but at the moment I, there's about five figures I don't have, which I, ironically are all in the last fifteen. So <laughs> typically, <Nice. laughs> yeah, and I because I know Evan and I we're of a generation after the original uh, Kinder lines, so I you know I didn't have that emotional have connection. Have you ever owned them? Have you ever owned um, them? You I, no, them? not really. I because I would no. see them as I was like getting into it. Um, back in the in the 90s um, you know you'd go to those shops and you know buy some of the figures from previously that i'd missed out on or look at like the books by steve sansweet and stuff and look at some of the kinner figures and go like oh my gosh like this is there's a history to this line there's a legacy a heritage to this line as we say um and it was just exciting seeing that stuff but i didn't ever buy you know i i preferred the more realistic looking more modern figures more even, human looking realistic, yeah, yeah, <laughs> realistic if, if luke was on steroids <laughs> Yeah. Um, if Luke was played, played by uh, Dwayne Johnson, but uh, <laughs> you know, so I don't have personally a connection to you know playing with those Kenner figures as a kid or whatever, um, like some people do. But you know, I, there is a certain charm to that style that it just in the packaging too, obviously that we love in vintage collection. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's just a, a charm and a simplicity, and so it's it is fun seeing these new characters. Um redone in that style so i don't really i have like a very small handful of vintage items i have like the dagobah playset the indoor playset um and a friend got me uh the duloc ergo lady ganesh the uh duloc woman from the, the so Greek. i don't have any of any of the walk or okay. stuff actually. i don't have any of that it's never really bothered me yeah so this is a little bit of a way like you know for someone to instead of spending hundreds of dollars on the vintage actual vintage figures um you know plunk down ten dollars and you got a nice uh, layer or whatever well I, I i kind of i think i fall in between uh you know john your style and then you know lewis you were there when it happened um when it comes to those i know i've talked about it before where you know part of me coming into the hobby was in the 90s and early 2000s of going to antique shops and like you know little kitchen mm -hmm. shops and stuff and yeah, with my family and we'd go and anytime we went, I'd always be scouring for Star Wars stuff. And I would always find some Kenner Star Wars figures in like little baggies, you know, varying degrees of complete or not. But, you know, I sit here now and I never really it wasn't that I necessarily loved them, but it, I, I very much loved the hunt of those. And it was very exciting finding old, you know, retro yeah. like vintage figures. And that was something my cousins and I bonded over. Uh, but I sat here as an adult, too, with I, I think I have like 40 or 50 uh, of the original characters but you know most of them are all missing their accessories and they're all beat mm. up and whatnot but it was part of the thrill of the hunt and how i came into the you know being the collector that i am so when you know they kicked the dust off of these to to do the the reproductions and then you know add to the line 
I was actually pretty, pretty stoked that, you know, it's like, well, at the very least I can pick some up and give the uh, accessories to my old Kenner figures. And and so like, you know, instead of having to go and hunt down the repros of the accessories and stuff, uh, you know, uh, oh, I have Darth Vader, but I don't have a lightsaber for him. Let me go spend $14 on a reproduction lightsaber. It's like, ah, I'll just get a new, a new old Vader with a lightsaber. Um, so that 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 caught me, even though I wasn't like super interested at first in the concept of retro when they expanded to Mandalorian. It was very much like I, you know, I feel like when when, you know, Filoni and, and Favreau and a lot of the folks involved in the Mandalorian, I, I even Robert Rodriguez based on the back uh, behind the yeah. scenes stuff, you know, the Kenner figures very much inspired uh, these people as youths and it translates to how they make star Wars these days, you know, the visuals, the aesthetics of, you know, sneaking the Kenner color scheme, cantina aliens into the clone wars backgrounds and, and, and the stuff. transporter. Yeah. yeah. Just all and that the, fun the stuff. TIE fighter wings popping off in rebels and the yeah. training ties and stuff yeah. like that. I, I think that's, it, it's very smart and it does feel organic, like a continuation of that, but also like, these figures feel at home in the Kenner line where you can picture, you know, these are what inspired someone to make star Wars 40 years later in a very, very specific way. So, yeah. yeah and, they, and these, I mean, for me, these don't sit in the same part of my collection as, you know, I, I wouldn't put them in a diorama um, per se. I think I've done a couple of photos actually on my Instagram page with them, but generally they are more of a, you know, showcase. I have them lined up on the shelf and I open them all. I don't keep them on the card. I don't know. I don't know what you guys do, but two of everything, like, Lewis. Not, both, both. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sadly. Uh, I don't like them on the cards. I'm not a big fan of those cards with the weathering on them anyway. Um, oh, they're made of paper yeah, yeah. too, barely. I, I get they need to differentiate a little bit from TVC, but uh, I don't know. I, it, it just looks too fake for me. So no, I open them up. My, yeah. my, my kind of collections open anyway. So, I, you know, for me, it just all goes in with, you know, that same lot really. But, yeah. I Ironically, I do kind of wish that the retro collection had... This is going to sound so backwards because TVC co-opted the Kenner, <laughs> the Kenner aesthetic. But I do wish that uh, the retro collection had its own identity that it could like stand apart as, you know, it's definitively the retro collection. I know there was an issue some folks spotted on the official images for the new wave for this week where it's like they're under the vintage collection. It says the vintage collection on mm-hmm. the bottom. Uh, I, I don't think anyone should read into that. Um, I mean, I sort of, I no. sort of thought they always were, and I didn't realize that it didn't yeah. say TVC like, on the back of these. Yeah, like also a subline. Hasbro Pulse, Hasbro yeah. Pulse do sell them under that vintage free. You now, when you filter yeah. a vintage banner, they're there. Yeah, so, I mean, don't read into it as like you're getting this no. instead of a vintage. And they still got those here. enormous stickers on the front, which I, you know. You could take them. Yeah, I always hate those as well. I, yeah. I wish there was a more concrete, yeah. a more concrete logo sure. call out for retro, and that you know there was a more that it was kind of treated as the the nebulous separate entity that it kind of is, even though it very much is uh, appropriate as a vintage collection adjacent subline or line yeah. expression. So yeah. Um, so but how yeah. far would you want it to go? though, is the question. I mean, I, I, personally, for me, uh, I would like these to stay as figures i wouldn't want to start seeing vehicles and creatures i know some yeah. people do call for it I, I really wouldn't want to see it go that far i think that needs to stay with tvc this is going to sound this going to sound weird but i know i agree with you too uh mm. i was actually just thinking about how i might pick up a mission fleet razor crest and see how it goes <laughs> with my uh retro oh, uh, yeah. mando and grogu yeah, could so. yeah i mean it could be cool to see like you know retro Dubak or tauntaun or you know the dagobah playset or whatever but it's like eh, how far you, know, you go down that line yeah. yeah yeah and as much as i say these aren't you know 
eating into the lunch of TVC or whatever, cutting out of the budget. It's it it feels like it is, and it's like you know I'd rather see yeah. that those dollars. Yeah, yeah. We, those want resources. we want to blurg in TVC. We don't want to blurg. Well, I don't want to blurg in in, in retro. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, that'll be a yeah no. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you even speak that evil? No, no, I I agree. Um, so we you know we haven't talked about uh we haven't talked about which figures they revealed for wave two yes. of uh, retro collection Mandalorian. Shall we? You're gonna have to guess. <laughs> we'll just sit here awkwardly. <laughs> yeah. So John, if you want to, I'll do it, and I'll say uh, I'll do a little bit of a rundown of how they relate to the TVC releases as we go through. So there was uh, the Mandalorian in Beskar armor, which we do already have in TVC, though the TVC name pill does not call out Beskar, though we often refer to it as such. Uh, there's the Armorer, who we also have in TVC. There's the Death Trooper uh, on the same card as the carbonized version that we have, which we sort of assume, but have no real intel. Maybe we'll find out this week, but we assume it's coming in the Navarro uh, Cantina playset on the same card, which would be great to see. Um, Bo-Katan, who is coming in the next wave of Vintage Collection, um, this is probably what her card will look like. We had that sort of the green background of her. Also, and it's what, uh, oh, she was also sculpted by uh, Sarah, who did the retro Moff Gideon and our beloved VC Maul. Yes. And then the final two figures do not yet exist in another uh, format, actually. Mm -hmm. um, it's Ahsoka as the Rosario Dawson live-action version and Boba Fett on Morak. Um, yeah, and so, you know, nobody wants it to replace TVC. Maybe some people do, but I don't. No, um, I don't So it's, it's something fun to kind of stand alongside the line as, you know, to the side and put it on a little funky shelf with your droids colored figures or whatever. Um, <laughs> but, you know, figures like Ahsoka and Boba Fett from Mandalorian, we all very much want them, obviously. And yeah. so it's a little bit like a... Ah, I love to see them. They're fantastic. They look fantastic. I love Ahsoka's white lightsabers. Yeah, but it's a little bit like, gee, I wish we can get announcements for TVC very, very soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. These would all be easier to swallow if it was stuff that we already at least knew was yeah. concretely mm -hmm. coming to the proper action fi modern action figure line. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, we went we went through this before, didn't we? With with Quill and uh, IG Eleven, they we both did. hit yeah. first, didn't they? Yeah. And yeah. I think at the time we all said exactly the same thing. You know, oh, they're right, but we really want them in TVC first. I, I hope that they will keep with that trend. Um, I'm not. I don't. We didn't really establish, did we, with Sarah, whether or not these are actually able to be made quicker. You kind of feel like retros can be knocked out quicker. I don't know. Perhaps I'm being a bit flippant saying that, but well, they do have to sculpt them from scratch almost. I, yeah. from what she was saying, since they they don't really work too much from the reference, they just kind of have free creative license to hmm. emulate the style. I mean, I think we yeah we can assume they can be made quicker, but I don't know if that's you know yeah. a few hours quicker or a few months yeah, quicker. Exactly. I mean, with that assumption though, you would kind of say well. Yeah, if we're going to get something in TVC, which is much more detailed, you know, highly detailed, much yeah. more articulated. Way then, more engineering. Yeah, it's going to take a little bit longer. It's going to take a bit yeah. longer. And, you know, personally, I would say I'm happy to have these prior because we know that better ones are coming anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We hope better ones are coming anyway. Not that we know, but, you know, if that is the case, then I'm happy that these, you know, it doesn't matter for me that they're coming first. Plus, so. these, these figures are uh, scheduled to ship like in July and August is what the sites are yeah. saying. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Again, maybe Hasbro's hedging their bets with the shipping issues. So, I mean, for all we know, we could get. Yeah. Oh, you're getting them earlier? Uh, I have to double check, but yeah. yeah. I'm pretty um, sure. 
So I it, forgot it, how fast this year was going. So on my target yeah. order, when it said it'll arrive right, by so September that, something, February, like, oh. February, exactly. February. Okay, okay, okay. That's not so bad. Um, so who knows? But the thing that worries me for Boba is that he already had. Uh, well, this was another one. Not to you know, I always go back to March Madness, but he ranked very high. He's obviously mm-hmm. very highly requested this repainted version. A no-brainer um, figure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because in the Mandalorian season two alone, he had three three fits, as the kids say. Yeah. He had his nomad look with the black robes. He had the Tython look with the uh, the armor fresh off of Cobb Vanth. And then he had the repainted look on Morak, which is what this figure is. And then now in the promo images for Book of Boba Fett, he's wearing a, a new outfit, which he replaced the black robes with a black flight suit. So he has pants instead of the skirt now, and he's got some nice he's new boots. Snag. He's not going to snag yeah. so much, is he, when he's chasing yeah. someone? <laughs> anyway, he went to the mall and he got new boots or something. So... Uh, <laughs> Uh, so it's always like, you know, we got season two grief and we don't have season one in vintage collection. And it's like, ah, I mean, obviously <laughs> we don't need to twist our arm to make new versions of Boba Fett, but yeah. it's like, I would love to see all of them before we yeah. get a new, you know, so now there's four new designs and we have zero in TVC. The Nomad one is a pipeline for Black Series. And then this another balance of scales Hasbro thing. Everything's kind of all over the place right now. Mm-hmm. Or it should all be in TVC. Come on, we all we all yeah. like that. Yeah. The scale of record, as you've said, John. <laughs> yes. And so yes, Evans kind of hinted like it seems like these, like with Queel and IG eleven, it you know, it feels like they're not gonna put the effort into making these in retro without putting them in TVC. That's just my my personal feelings on yeah, it. Yeah. That's no, not I'd agree with that. Yeah, it's not based on anything, just kind right. of, you know, just with how IG eleven and Quill, you know, have come and I don't know. I, I and it just has also made it easier for me to swallow, kind of like what you said, uh, sure. Lewis, where it's like, oh yeah, you know, uh, I'm getting a Kenner Ahsoka or a Kenner Boba Fett, but I can look forward to hopefully seeing it in vintage yeah. collection better down the line, so it makes this more enjoyable to appreciate these for what they are, as opposed yeah. to hating them for what yeah. they aren't. You know, I, I don't feel Hasbro is sitting there going right, which is what some people feel. You know, they're not sitting there going right. We've done this in three point seven five. Now we're not going to do it. You know, I, I don't feel Hasbro look at this that way. I think yeah, they no. look at this as being, how can we tap a few more people, you know, into Ahsoka's and, and Bobby sure. who won't buy a TVC? That, yeah, that's that's how I see it. For I sure. mean, I, that's why I, I I had these these very nerdy notes as they all are. But um, <laughs> to say that, I mean, there have been a few retro collection figures that are not in TVC, including from A New Hope, Luke, Han, and Leia, and then the Stormtrooper on a Star Wars card. Um, those all were released in the six inch line for the 40th anniversary a couple of years ago. Um, from Empire Strikes Back, we don't have, you know, Hoth Han and Yoda were last released in the pre-TVC lines. Yoda is pipelined, probably very likely coming on the same card. And then uh, the Empire Strikes Back board game figure, the follow-up, the sequel to Tarkin, was Luke in his Snowspeeder pilot gear, which is not in TVC. But it exists, you know, as legacy collection figures and older figures. Um, so, you know, I hope they're, I obviously hope they're coming you know, yeah, it's not a, a foregone conclusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm. I'm just, that's my caveat. So it's, you know, it's I, the happy beeps. It's it's how yes, I it's yes. how I make myself feel exactly. better and sleep. Sure, sure. So one but, thing, John, just going back to the cards. You know, you're saying yeah. um, you, obviously you assume that this one's going to be the same. Uh, you know, for example, the Death Troop is going to be the same or Bo-Katan. But with the child, it was a different card, wasn't it? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. And, so I mean, again, I'm I'm an opener. Don't really bother me too much, but it'd be interesting if they are on the same cards or not, because it may be. Not. Yeah, I'm still curious like, about Quill because the right. vintage collection uh, Quill photos are on a different color 
than yeah. the um, retro one. So, mm. and like also both. his his color deco and the vintage. Sorry, John. Uh, his yeah. color deco and the vintage figure is more realistic, and the Kenner deco is way way brighter. So maybe you know that Kenner deco played better against the red that he got on the retro yeah. card, but for the realistic one, they had to do a slightly different approach. Yeah. Maybe because like Bo-Katan, um, it's her background is the same color green that we got in her reveal shots. And usually that corresponds to the yeah. the card art, which we still haven't seen for the Bo-Katan wave. Maybe that'll be a nice little reveal at PulseCon or something. Yeah. Or very soon. Um, but yeah, it's like uh, the Ahsoka and Boba cards, especially, I think, look very nice. Ahsoka, it's a little bit Photoshop-y. They look good. Yeah, yeah, they will look really good. John, your Ahsoka card is better. I've already told you. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> you made a great one too. And the Bocatan card uses. <laughs> Thanks. And the Bocatan card uses the same image that I used on mine, so that's kind of fun to see that. There, I'm going to take full credit. You're welcome. <laughs> thank uh, you, John. You did this. No, you made this. I'm going to go further. I'm going to sue them for ripping me off. <laughs> no, but it's it's just it's the best image of Bocatan clearly. So I'm glad that they used it instead of you know. Yeah, that's great. A worse one. Yeah. Um, and we obviously know what Mando and armor look like so as for the figures themselves overall one thing i'll say is that they modified the soft goods from how they'd been doing them on mm. the previous mando wave because on the first mando wave all the soft goods were vinyl capes more in line with the uh, figures that were released earlier in the kinder days for a new hope before it was a new hope um and everyone was like you know, I, I, I didn't register anything of it at the time when the figures were announced, but a lot of old school collectors were like, no, this is all wrong, you idiots. How could how dare you? As as they always get these comments on every, anything, <laughs> anything they do. But um, <laughs> yeah, because like, you know, Mando, Mando follows Return of the Jedi both in the real world and in the story of uh, the Star Wars galaxy. Um, so they're like, they should have had the, you know, the non-vinyl the the yeah. fabric soft goods which i think you can hang too much on that though can't you i mean yeah at the end of the day you could argue well, if this is an evolution of a kenner figure we should be doing it in tvc yeah yeah that's exactly, exactly. E- evolutionary that's where we are yeah i mean it's all it's all an artistic interpretation so i think <laughs> exactly. but yeah. they did change they uh, they seem to have either taken that note or done it themselves because now the soft goods on uh din and the armorer are more in line with what kenner was doing later on in the return of the jedi and Power of the Force lines. I, I actually, I quite liked the um the, the vinyl capes. Uh, certainly on Gideon and on um, Grief, I thought they worked really well. Yeah, uh, I love it. I, I wasn't such a, such yeah. a fan of it on Mando because I don't his cape isn't long enough, and it, it didn't to me it didn't quite match the style of what his cape actually is. Yeah, because it's not um, like Vader's big flowing cape that always no. is, you know, billowing so behind I, him. I think the soft goods on this one does look good for that reason, not necessarily because it's cloth, but just because I think yeah. it's it's more appropriate. But yeah for sure and what, one thing i would just say is that death trooper really does hark back to the you know the original kind stormtrooper i think that the style on it is bang on they've, they've really nailed that mm-hmm. when i saw that the nostalgia just kicked in for me that one stood yeah. out to me as well uh just trying to look at it through the eyes where it's like yeah that perfectly matches the kenner aesthetic like yeah. that is such an organic way to bring what's new and put it into something so it feels like it's always been there uh, yeah uh, I, it, I love that i think because his head's the same piece as his chest it yeah. looks like yeah. just like the stormtroopers so that was a cool little nod to that yeah. I, I will say i do think it's it going back to the scratching a soft spot or you know the the having the soft spot scratching the soft spot oh my god uh <laughs> 
Uh, it sounds like an expression, even it if does. I'm just going to say it confidently. It you will. You it. heard it here you first. It. <laughs> uh, scratching the soft spot is. Uh, oh God, that sounds grosser the more I say it. The uh, the Ahsoka uh, having her in having an Ahsoka not only having her in live action but having an Ahsoka in a Kenner style. There's for some reason there's something about that that tickles me as a collector and an Ahsoka fan. That's just like. You know, she, we know she exists. We know she's a real character. Uh, but really getting getting a chance to have her in that that retro style, uh, not at the sake of not getting her in the vintage collection. I absolutely would prefer that. But I'm just saying having her in that Kenner style, there's something that's very thrilling about that to me. Where yeah. It's like, oh, my God, like this new character is basically it feels just as uh timeless kind of in, yeah yeah yep. it, it kind of puts her in that hall of fame doesn't it almost like yeah. she's been there forever that's what yeah yeah, yeah right what you mean. Yep. okay yep. thank you i was like I, I was trying to figure out how to articulate <laughs> that great on an audio medium when you can't think of words yes. uh, <laughs> so but yeah yeah i don't have a ton to say about them it looks like boba's got the same uh uh holster as some of the other ones where it's like you put it in the loop that gideon had um, cause I only recently opened the last wave of Mando retro figures and they, they're just, they're just fun. They're just charming. And it's, yeah, that's uh, what I mean, they are yeah. novelty, but you know, they are, take them for what they are and how can you hate them? Yeah. And, uh, it's nice to get a, a full wave of, despite what Hasbro says for vintage collection, even black series, they don't do full waves of one media property, but somehow they figured out a way to do it for retro. And so it can be done, which is something I like to see. Yeah, you know it's it's nice to get uh, in back to TVC. It's nice to get the royal. I have some royal guards with Palpatine that came out this year. Lando's going to be hanging out with Lobot very soon. It always it encourages more purchases, as I've said before, when multiple figures can go together, uh, and it just it builds out the world that we love to see. Or Maul and Ahsoka, even. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I applaud them on that. Anyway, my question is: Are they going to have a board game figure this time? That that is a sticking point with, for me with retro. Not. Yeah, I hope not. I, I, I have a pile of board games that I don't really yes. have any interest exactly. in playing right yeah. now. Uh, there were so many of those games on the secondary market without the figure. Um, you know, yeah. you couldn't give them away. You just couldn't get rid of them. Uh, I don't think we need another one. I hope. I, I, the the Monopoly one broke me as a as a, a two per completist. I still it's still on my floor unopened over there. But yeah. uh, well, as an opener, I actually got that. Um, uh, the the remnant stormtrooper from Tangori. Mm. Uh, okay, nice. I didn't because I was no way of buying a monopoly for one that I was thinking of open as well. So. I, yeah, I don't have openers of any of the board game figures, so I don't have a loose Tarkin. I don't have Snowspeeder Luke uh, right now. I so. think Tangori was doing those as well. Actually, Tarkin at one point. Sure, he, he was. was. Although so. I think both of those aren't that hard to track down right now. No, with the game, no. so I might do that this week because uh, I do I. I'm looking for things to open all the time. So when when my girlfriend saw that I had two of those board games, she's like, "Why do you have two of the board games?" And I'm like, "That's that's a great question, honestly." Yeah. So and not uh, allowed to play it. We're gonna we're gonna just move on from that subject. But yeah, <laughs> just in terms of obviously the um, the prototype one as well. I mean, again, I don't want to see too many of those. I don't. I, I, I mean, it, when when they actually revealed the um, the stormtrooper recently, I actually got my Boba Fett that week. So I'd literally just got. Fett retro and he was like oh god there's another one coming now and yep uh, with, with Darth Vader and with Boba Fett I only picked up one of each but with the Stormtroopers now I've got a carded Stormtrooper focus I like to go for all of them so uh, that is I'm going for all of them on that one but 
I don't want to see too many of those. I think they could get too too novelty, too sickly. Too, I think it's too very much, much like carbonized. They need to keep them special. Yeah. I know because on, on the chat with yeah. Yakface, with Jason from Yakface that I had, we were like, you know, they seem to only do the armored characters and they've already done Boba Vader and Stormtrooper. And lucky for them, this wave has, you know, four of the six or five of the six are armored. So uh, they can yeah. just do colored, crazy colors all day long. Yeah, yeah wacky repaints yeah. i uh yeah. i don't know i was just surprised with the stormtrooper that yeah i thought it was you know when there were rumors going around of it uh, or another you know retro prototype or something i thought it was going to be for next year so the fact yes, that it I was know. instant uh at the same yeah. time boba yeah. was hitting i was like mm. oh, yeah they dropped quick as well hadn't they those ones i mean you've got them in the u.s haven't you already yeah am i right in saying yeah I, i'm still waiting for mine but... the stormtroopers yeah, the stormtroopers. Yeah, yeah, they came out earlier this month. They, they, but they came out really quickly after them dropping as well. So it's they've really shortened. Oh, that. I, I want to say one more thing about Boba real quick. Yeah, just the just because I realized he has the same sort of uh, the rocket, the classic uh, firing rocket in his backpack, and now it's green. It's just interesting seeing because I think he's the only one that has an existing actual Kinner figure, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, obviously because yeah. the other ones are all new characters. Um, so it's interesting seeing a new version of it. A figure done previously in Kinder. I guess they did that with Luke Snowtrooper, but this is this is kind of a little bit cooler to me. All right. Well, uh, any final thoughts about Retro, PulseCon, uh, Pulse US, or Pulse UK, or the Lando Wave? Definitely excited to see what they have at, at PulseCon. Um, mm. We don't really there know. There might be a few people throwing some tensions there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah 100%. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Uh, we, you know who you are. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, and it'll be it'll, it'll be interesting seeing because we got a full wave of these, you know, outside of an, a Hasbro reveal. It was you know a Lucasfilm overall reveal for the retro collection with Bring Home the Bounty. So who knows what that'll have? Uh, I guess it's running every every week through the end of the year, right? I think so. And then because yeah. Book of Boba Fett doesn't start until December twenty ninth, so I'm sure maybe that'll my, be Fett Fridays starting I think then. My feeling is as well, if we're going to get TBC, it's going to be quite near the end, isn't it? I mean. Uh, they're doing a typical Hasbro here. They're putting the retros out first, aren't they? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Then we've got obviously, obviously, it's not all Hasbro anyway. We've got Funkos and all sorts of other things going to be coming through. Yeah. So you you know that I'm sure Black Series and TBC are going to be quite. They're going to be sort of finales, aren't they? Yeah. Well, yeah. and it was about this time last year that we got the uh, Din Djarin and Grogu. Uh, we were supposed to get it uh, when it mm. you know was announced and everything, and uh, the deluxe pack, the build up pack of that. So I I I wouldn't say something would be out of the question again based on nothing other than previous uh previous patterns even then though we saw how that was handled and that figure didn't show up until beginning of 2021 anyway uh thanks walmart yeah uh, <laughs> so. so what have we learned today y'all need to go buy some landos Thanks again to Lewis and John for chatting with me this week. And as I said at the top of the show, stay tuned for coverage of PulseCon this weekend, as well as maybe something cool for next week's episode. All right, housekeeping. First, I just want to tell you all how great it has been seeing the response to the previous episode with Sarah. The kind words for the episode and the amount of positivity and love she's been getting from the community has been awesome to see, uh, and I'm glad you guys went easy on me for being soft on Mission Fleet and Black Series treachery. Uh, seriously, I just want to assure you all that myself and the SWTVC team will continue to grind to bring you the quality content that, at this point, you may not only expect, but also deserve. Uh, and to clarify, that is not me bragging for myself. That is me bragging about my amazing team who does incredible things. I'm just happy to be here. 
Speaking of, happy to be here. If you haven't already, please consider dropping us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts to help us out. And be sure you're following us on Instagram at at SWTVC. To make everything easier for you, check out our link tree in our Instagram bio to find a quick link uh, to drop a rating uh, and a review, as well as any relevant links to new product reveals, uh, exclusives, all that stuff. We'll make sure to keep it updated during the PulseCon activities this weekend. Uh, oh, and there's also a link there for you to easily go visit our friends Mia and Grant at ctocollectibles.com. So be sure to give them a visit and use our promo code SWTVC10 at checkout for 10% off your order. Okay, gang, that does it for this episode of the SWTVC podcast. Remember, keep 375 alive. Back TVC, balance the scales, Hasbro finished the 96, and may the force be with you.